You're listening to the Convivial Homeschool Audio Blog, Episode 55. Welcome to the Convivial Homeschool Audio Blog, short but meaty focus sessions to help you keep your head in the game as a homeschooling mom. Atmosphere makes up one-third of the education we're giving our children, and that atmosphere should be convivial, full of life, joy, festivity, and peace. In this season, Season 9, I'll be chatting with a few other moms about tricks of the trade for managing the atmosphere and chaos inherent in homeschooling a crowd. This episode is an excerpt from an hour-long chat that I recorded in 2016 with Celeste Cruz, homeschooling mother of nine, who blogs at Joyous Lessons. You can find the conversation in its entirety by visiting the show notes at simplyconvivial.com slash audio. Yeah, how about just some, whether it's expectations or our own attitudes, things we can do or tell ourselves that help us um, roll with the punches. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, Just knowing what our life is going to be like and rolling and adapting and responding instead of just reacting and getting frustrated with the way our day, because our day is not happening the way we wanted it to happen. What are some things that you do that help you with that? Um, I think, well, like I was saying about being proactive instead of reactive, I think a lot of that is just how we talk to ourselves about our toddlers <laughs> because yeah. I think it's very easy and and I do this too kind of jokingly but it's like well she's you know she's the troublemaker you know she you know in a, in a kidding way um you know oh they're so they're into everything they're so busy and this and that um I think that when we if we were to say it differently to ourselves then we could kind of um understand the value that they bring to our homeschool and I think that's um it's not that they are um, all it's they're not a negative um, element of our homeschool they're just who they are and um, and it can be a positive element so for example um, like my little kids they the, the little ones are always wondering right always imaginative always um, forcing us to slow down and um, and I you know for example I'm I would in another life be a um, efficiency expert right I mean it's all you know it's about efficiency right and not that efficiency is a bad goal and um, I think it's great when we can be efficient about our household routines and efficient about cooking and whatever else things that we feel like take time away from other things that we want to be doing um, but but efficiency means like trying to get as much done as you can in the smallest amount of time right and I I think toddlers they're they're pro- their sort of goal in life is to work against um, <laughs> efficiency. Um, and so I like to think of it as like, okay, well, instead I'm trying to be effective, right? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like mechanize my, the children in my home, right? To make them as efficient as possible. That's not my goal. My goal is relationships. Yes, the school of charity, exactly. How many opportunities do our kids have to serve, right? When we have toddlers there, how many opportunities do I have to serve, right? And watch and have model that for my kids, right? Um, I, I told you that I do short lessons, right? Well, you have to stick to short lessons when you have a toddler in the home. So they're like a little, um, little timer, a little walking loud timer <laughs> for your homeschool. Um, so it's it helped it has helped me to sort of get off of the efficiency train 
and think about my home life in a different way, think about my family in a different way. Um, and yeah, and effective is all about how well are you meeting your goals, right? If you're effective, you're meeting your goals well. And so when I think of it like that, I think, well, let me make sure that my goals are lined up to virtue. Uh, my goals are lined up to what God's calling me to be and our home is um, supposed to be. And then I can be effective without actually getting a huge amount done. And um, if if I'm meeting my goals, relationships, if I'm, um, you know, setting setting realistic goal, uh, vision for my homeschool and working toward that to the best of my ability, things like that. And I think toddlers are very good for making sure that you're putting your emphasis on relationship and um, and not on just time saving techniques. Um, so for me, that is that's huge. Um, Toddlers are going to be um, unplanned. You know, they're going to be unpredictable. And so that's room to, to grow and learn flexibility. And, and that is, it actually is a positive thing. I mean, I, I, I feel like I have grown so much from having these little people in my home. It's just huge. So, and thinking about them in a different way. I mean, they're so cute. <laughs> and, you know, how often do you get to, you know, cuddle someone on your lap and people who have passed the toddler years know that those are fleeting. And so thinking about them as part of our home, not just something to be overcome, not just something to be, you know, um, kept busy over here in the corner while I get everything done. Um, that's why we switched around our school day, because I thought, well, when the toddlers are sleeping, then that's when I can devote time to my big kids. But when the toddlers are awake, I want them to be, you know, part of our family and outside playing together, developing sibling relationships. Um, sibling relationships wouldn't happen as well if they were doing school the whole time the toddlers were awake. And then as soon as the toddlers went out, um, that's when I was having my, my quiet time. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, it's just that when I was thinking about it like that, I thought, okay, well, that's a way of kind of investing on in, um, in our relationships as a family by letting the toddlers be included when they actually were awake. And I'm not talking about the the, the fractious toddler that, um, you know, needs to be trained. And I'm talking about just them being them, you know, being their, their busy kind of crazy selves. I think that there's definitely room for that in the homeschool and it can be like very positive. So, yeah. Yeah. Our toddlers don't have to be like our goal doesn't have to be just making them fit into the stream yes. uh-huh. along the way. Like getting them to be placid is not our goal. Yes. Exactly. And, you know, don't get me wrong. It is a huge challenge trying to school with toddlers. I mean, it really is. I, I, I sometimes just sort of wistfully look at schedules of, of people who is, is all organized and they can actually hit those time slots every day if they want to. And that just seems to me this wide, you know, like pipe dream. Um, but we have these little kids running around. And so it, it is really nice to be able to reframe that in a way that allows me to see them as a gift to our family and and yeah and not as just like you said someone to be stuck into this box of um you know being quiet and calm and and um and staying over there while i get this done over here so yeah that's a great perspective so i think we'll just end with this last question because that was an excellent point to end on and then this is related um do, do you ever end up burnt out in tears, frustrated, that kind of thing. Saying, no, that never happens. <laughs> we all, we all know that feeling and feeling kind of, you know, at war or the op- fighting with kids. 
And if you have those days, how do you reset yourself, the attitude, the household, you know, kind of, it's really difficult to pull yourself out of that kind of situation. I think it helps us have empathy then for our kids because they go into that mode, you know, when they don't understand the math concept or whatever. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes I think it's good for us to experience that too, because we need to know what it feels like and yeah, yeah. get ourselves out of it if we expect them to get themselves out of it. Mm-hmm. So what are some ways that you have you know, been able to kind of hit that reset button? Well, one thing, so I use a, uh, I do a weekly schedule and because those days do happen where it ends up that, I mean, the baby doesn't nap at all and the toddlers are like giggling upstairs instead of taking a nap and, you know, and um, things pop up that need to be handled and they're more important than school that day. And so I have to just get them done. And those are the days when our school block goes, you know, scoots over to another day <laughs> and, and it happens at another time and it's just not going to be today. Um, and that's, we can pick that up at a later date. And then on that, so I'm fine with moving school around day to day. Um, I don't try to um, power through things that are going to make me more frustrated. Now that isn't, I, I have found that the things that will help me reset in a situation like that sometimes are our school readings um, <laughs> because I like our school readings. And so if I can just wipe the rest of the of the day aside and say like all we're doing today is school readings that's um that sometimes actually does reset me especially if i can get the little ones you know enjoying it as well right so our, like things like morning basket i actually enjoy that and so sometimes we can all plop down on, at the dining table and i pass snacks around and we sit and read for a little while okay now if that's not happening <laughs> then i i i have toys in rotation and so for the really bad days, I'll grab a toy bin from the office that I have set aside, set it up for the little kids, grab a book, grab a cup of tea, park myself in the other room and, and do a reset that way. And the big kids will, you know, I'll be like, it's free reading time for everybody, you know, so and the little kids play. And um, so that that's something where if I'm just and also if I'm not feeling well, that's that's something else I'll do. Um, so, yeah. Like you said, yes, the usual, the, the, uh, the read aloud that for me is, I like it. Now, if your thing is drawing, okay, well then get out the drawing books and have a drawing day. If your thing is going outside, grab the backpacks and go outside. If you like music, say for me, the sound would be, you know, like it's not exactly soothing, but even turning on music for the little kids and saying like, go to town, (laughs) jump around, do what you need to do and get your wiggles out. And I'll be over here in the other room drinking my tea with a book. Um, that works too. So, so I don't, um, I do not try to power through days where everyone's having a bad day. It, it doesn't, um, it doesn't lead to success for me. <laughs> success for me is not at the end of the day that everything's checked off. Well, success would be everything's checked off and everyone's happy. But if I can only pick one of those things, I'm not going to pick me being stressed out, but everything's checked off. I'm going to pick the opposite. So if, if that needs to happen, that needs to happen. And it does. I mean, it happens. It's fine. It's normal. <laughs> and, and we can move on the next day. I mean, usually all I need is a good night's sleep. Like I said, it goes back to sleep. So <laughs> if I can get a good night's sleep, then I'm ready for the next day. And usually everyone else is too. So when the weather is nice, sometimes I even hop out and like, okay, mom's going to go get some steps. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, and the, the fresh air, I know <laughs> the fresh air does help. You know, I'm, I don't, 
I'm not an outdoor person, uh, but I have kind of, I've kind of become one a little bit through our nature study over the last years. And now I do find that if I can go out for a run when my husband gets home, it makes a big, I come, I usually come back feeling much better because I'll do a podcast or I'll do music while I'm running and I come home kind of refreshed. And sometimes we can pick up something in the evening. I mean, it's not, you know, if everyone's in a good mood like I am, then, you know, grab a book, let's do a reading. So I try to be flexible. So. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Convivial Homeschool audio blog. At simplyconvivial.com slash audio, you can find all the episodes and sign up to get an email whenever a new one comes out. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a rating and review on iTunes or share this podcast on Facebook. Thanks. Remember, education starts with humility. So let's repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.